0: It's The Old Doctor Who Show, episode number 63, Terror of the Vervoids. Go forward in all your beliefs, and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now! Would you like a jelly,
1: the TARDIS, when working properly, is capable
0: of many amazing things. Reverse the polarity of the neutron flows, and the TARDIS would be free of the force field. But well, the TARDIS is more than a machine; it's a gem. a first, the resulting reaction is fired. Ready? Welcome back to the old Doctor Who show, your classic tri-weekly uh, Doctor Who review podcast. I, my name is Eric, and uh, my name is Dan. Yep, and then we're both uh, here with you now. How yeah. are you, Dan? I'm am doing swell.
1: Hey, Yay. How, how about yourself? I'm good.
0: I don't have anything. Uh, usually we have something to talk about for people to skip over, and I don't think I have. <laughs> I don't think I have anything uh, exciting no, going no. on. We can give you, we can give your skip over fingers a rest here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I right mean after it. the uh, height of, well, there must have been something that happened. I right. If anyone's interested in what happened
1: to us in the past three weeks, <laughs> send us an email. <laughs> I started, feel like there was probably an
0: event or something that uh i would have been happy to talk about and now you not i can't Comic-Con? think of uh a thing
1: were you at a comics convention no, no.
0: i didn't have any no. comics conventions i didn't uh i don't think i have I much dan cool so what about cool. you cool. how about cool. how about we uh turn that spotlight over to you you can jazz hands your way to our hearts and show us something good and new All right, let's just jump into the review. (laughs) Let's jump into the terror of the Vervoids. uh, For fans of our personal story, apologies. Uh, Yeah, let's just get into it. So why don't you hit the button, and we will uh, Vervoid ourselves. What are you doing prowling around down here? Prowling. Why should I be prowling? Because this is
1: off limits. And I suspect you know it.
0: I just wanted to have a peep at the hydroponic center. Any reason in particular? I think it might tie in with that mysterious Mayday call. I'm not going to touch anything. What harm could it do? I'll no doubt regret this. But well, come on, a conducted tour only. No wandering off on your own. Tell me, who's the woman with the dragon's voice? Professor Sarah Lasky. She's an agronomist. A to so are two assistants,
1: Bruckner and Dolan.
0: So was the hydroponic centre set up specially for them?
1: Yes, we had to allocate
0: part of the hold. Why is only low-spectrum light allowed in the place?
1: Something to do with photosynthesis.
0: Low-spectrum light allows the plants to stay dormant.
1: Now, I'll go first.
0: We don't want you breaking your neck. At least not until... This is Terror of the Vervoids. This is the third serial of the 23rd season, Dan. It was broadcast in November of 1986. Written by uh, Pip and Mary, our two favorite <laughs> hobbits. Uh, no, this is written by Pip and Jane Baker, the husband and wife writing team. Uh, is directed by Chris Clow. First time that we're seeing a Chris Clow production, but I know mm-hmm. he will go on to direct many more episodes of Doctor Who. Uh, The Doctor is still on trial, uh, as you know, and uh, he decides that the best way to clear his name is to show slides from his future vacation on the intergalactic space liner Hyperion 3, which has got the universe's best rare minerals and a gym with at least two walking machines. Now, future Doctor has a new companion named Mel who actually seems like she likes him, and she actually seems like she's part of the story and interested in doing her Space Nancy Drew stuff. And she's got the kind of can-do attitude that is sure to turn the heads of the local sexy plant monsters. Before long, the Doctor and Mel find themselves in the middle of a murder mystery that involves the ship staff, its scientist passengers, and a handful of Megarians who were there for some reason. Uh, yeah, damn, what did you think of Terror of the Vervoids? Part of the Trial of a Time Lord series. Oh, boy. Uh,
1: I thought this was an okay story. It was fine. Um, I told you before we started recording that I, I had to go back and kind of reread a, a bit of it to get my head back into this. Because it kind of just washed over me and immediately disappeared. Um, I mean, it was a pretty standard story. Uh, the the parallels to like or, uh, Murder in the Orient Express were pretty obvious. Even to the point where you see panning across the scene uh someone was reading a copy of yeah, Dr. Underword Lasky, Express. Professor Lasky yeah, ex- was exactly. reading exactly So Express. I mean it was fine it was it was a it was a, a nice little who done it murder mystery um with giant plants Yeah I I I think the weakest part I mean we'll get into this obviously I think the weakest part were the vervoids themselves That was the thing that really let me down and I have specific reasons why but other than that it was fine. It was a good story. The acting was great. I really enjoyed Mel a lot. I wasn't expecting to get a new companion in this in this story. Um, so that was a lot of fun. And it was a great contrast. Like you said in the intro there, the contrast of her and the Doctor versus uh, the Doctor and Perry, uh, Perry and, and, and anyone else really was, was quite nice. So,
0: yeah, this was kind of cool. What cool. about you? Yeah. All done. right. Good night, everybody. That's the uh, the end. It's the Dan uh, review only. I did not yeah. watch it, uh, so I'm <laughs> sure. No. I uh, love this story. Oh, I wow. love this story. This is one of my Loved. favorite stories that I've watched in quite some time. It's easily Jeez. the best trial of a Time Lord story. It's yes. my favorite Colin Baker story that we've mm, done. Maybe. Wait, why? And it's one of my favorite. favorite. I thought it was well-written. I thought it was really well-directed. I know people don't like this story. Uh, I don't really see why because I thought it was tight. I thought it was suspenseful. I thought it was full of intrigue. I liked all of the red herrings. I thought Mel was a great companion. She actually was, you know, as I mentioned, Nancy Drew. She's sort of following the clues. I felt like I didn't know who was the killer, in quotes, You know, there's a lot of cool little things where you're like, you know, Mel's like, it could be the stewardess. And the doctor's like, what are you, an idiot? And then there's a later on part where the two um, people get killed. The, uh, what are they called? The, uh, that race of the Megarians are like, we didn't order uh, room service or whatever. And you're like, oh, it is the stewardess, but it's not. Um, I loved it. I thought, I just thought it was so good. I thought it was clear. I followed everything, and it was just a fun romp in space. I'm a fan of the murder mystery. That's a concept. So anytime it was like, you know, robots of death, and we've certainly Mm -hmm. gone that way before. So I was already in uh, from the opening shot, which was this really cool tracking uh, shot that sort of wraps around the, you know, I guess the, the front loading area where the passengers are coming onto this. Starliner, and it, the shot moves around the staircase, and it stays, and it zooms in on the doctor uh, Lasky, and then follows her, complaining about the room, and she talking about the room, and I'm supposed to be in room six, and your key is upside down, it's nine, and then room six becomes a part of the plot later. So it was, I thought it was cool. I really liked I, it.
1: I, I'm infected by your enthusiasm for this story. Yeah, I, I, thought, was, I, I, was, I was into I, it like the said, whole
0: time, and I felt like there, I, I felt like it was funny. I, re- I think I really yes. like Pip and Jane Baker because we've seen now two of their stories and they seem to have a lot of fun with yes, Doctor the, Who. The I previous feel,
1: one being uh, Mark of the Ron Yes. which yeah,
0: ha- I has feel like they don't moments. take it too seriously. Like there's a shot where two Megarians are playing Galaga for some reason. That man is playing Galaga. Thought we wouldn't notice. But we did. Now, I don't oh know God, who, that put, was so who put that in, but there's little things like that. And there's, yeah. okay, border on cor- sort of corny, but when the doctor's doing his workout thing and he's lying yeah. about the number of times he's doing it, and then she gives him carrot juice and he's like, carrot juice. And I swear you almost hear like a sad trombone mm-hmm. when he drinks it. And yeah. that kind of stuff is a little bit like, okay, but even it just it's, also, it's, it's more lighthearted, but it's also dark because it's full of murder. So I love more. the. I absolutely loved the design of everything, including really? the uh, plant monsters that people say, "Oh, they look like vaginas or 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 labia or whatever," which they do. But if they you do. look around nature, the vagina is wonderful. Everybody loves a vagina. <laughs> Why are we all so down on vaginas? It's a beautiful thing. Uh, you look at an orchid. I mean, for God's sakes, we see repeating patterns. <gasps> In the natural world, in the plant world especially, that mimics female reproductive organs. And Honestly, that's not a bad
1: thing. Look at a George O'Keefe painting. Yeah,
0: seriously. The the um I thought the Megarians oh. were so cool looking. Yes. They're like, po- I, I love their whole concept that, yeah. and they it sort of was reminiscent of uh, Princess Leia's bounty hunter costume in Return yes. of the Jedi. Yeah. Uh, it reminded me a little bit of for anyone who's played the game Mass Effect, there's the Aquarians or whatever it's that race yeah. of people that have um have to wear a suit when they go into space so that they had that sort of concept i thought it was cool and i did really like the plant the the vervoids the voice was a I little well. odd but other than that i thought the costume design was cool that's my problem with the vervoids um the I,
1: I i agree i i i liked the the costume design i had no problem with the the face looking like a, a vagina that was Fine. it actually had like a brain on it and like the 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 detail work around it was actually very cool and the way that it did form uh petals for a collar around it and the the, the attention to detail was actually very cool and the um you know the stamen coming out of the face and the the way the hands were had were articulated it actually looked pretty good um i didn't like the fact that they spoke at all someone on we'll come back to the we'll come back to the, the tweets at the end of the show someone uh when i i put out a request for some people to give us some feedback on what they thought of this story someone mentioned that and that was the light bulb that i because i couldn't quite put my finger on like what is it about them i i knew from the from the beginning like they're too smart they're these are new creatures that have just been created it's a new race and they have a sophisticated language and they're able to coordinate and all this stuff if they hadn't spoken once and it had all been some more instinctual thing um That the doctor had to kind of figure out their motive as opposed to eavesdropping over them on them and hearing their entire plan, which just felt a little hacky. That would have this would have been amazing if it had just been.
0: Right. There's a lot of telling and not showing and a lot of exposition and stuff. And it's literally like you're saying we eavesdrop on their conversation and they're like, here's why we're killing everybody, because they're animal kind and we're plant kind and stop killing plants and plants have feelings, too. So, like, yeah, I, I would agree. If they didn't talk, because other than that, their talking doesn't have a lot to do with the plot. It doesn't have necessary. a lot to do with moving anything other than revealing their motivation, which the Doctor right. probably could have figured out on his own. Uh, right. She still could have heard—they could have talked in in pops and beeps or whatever, or scratchy sounds. Sure. And they could have been like, oh, something else is on, on the ship. Or we could have gone with the M. Night Shyamalan, The Happening— and, and they, they, could, from have, air. Is that the they could have, have from communicated air? via
1: pollen or something. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler, don't watch that movie.
0: Uh, um, yeah. yeah, no, I, and, and so again. That was the only part. Right, I loved it. There are certainly things that I have questions on or things that maybe, you know, there's well, some plot plot things where you're like, oh, I don't know. But for the most part, I would say no.
1: No, but you're right because a lot of the other stories are just like, huh. But this did pretty much hold together the whole way through. Yeah, I mean, and there, I, there, I, there I liked red all the hairings. twists. Yeah, yeah, there are a few few good red herrings, but it, it wasn't like overly complicated. And again, this is the audience; it's also a, a kids' show too, so you'd be able to follow it, which clearly we're doing an amazing job about. Um. So, this this is this is a a cruise liner ship. Is it primarily a
0: passenger cruise liner? Because I don't think it's a it's a cruise liner in the sense that it's like uh, Carnival cruise lines, right? Where right, right, right. It's really. Uh, its job is to transport minerals from exactly. that planet to wherever to Earth or wherever they're going. I forget where they're going.
1: Right, but then, but then there's all this. There's the lounge. There's the. Yeah, well, you extra, got the I scientists. Guess, are gonna, so they're gonna they're gonna be
0: traveling in deep space. They might as well work out. It's like a workout uh, in a Marriott business class type hotel.
1: Boys, that that uh, gymnasium <laughs> is underwhelming.
0: <laughs> well, I like the fact that they have the two way head headphones, and she's and Mel's. Immediately able to put a pair of headphones and hang it on the 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 um the air, the air duct and then yeah. amplify the sound and so you know she... what?
1: that's I I love Mel let's let's talk about her a little bit because so from the beginning you you see her personality you also see her just you know sizing from the outset so that's something um but she has yeah, this, a lot like, of
0: workout stuff I mean we open on workout and yeah. then so I wonder They're if constantly if, working out yeah if either um uh, Pip or Jane. Had been feeling that they needed to get into the gym, and they just kept writing about gyms. Well, this is the
1: era of the Jane Fonda workout, Jazzercise, Aerobics, Richard that's Simmons. True. I mean, this is this is the mid '80s. Um, so that's that's going strong there. Um, but so she has that personality. The like you mentioned, the playfulness between the doctor and Mel is evident from the very beginning. And then as she is investigating these clues, she's climbing up the wall to put in. Uh, the headphone into the air vent. She is going into the air vent system in order to warn the doctor later when there's going to be the, when there's the um, the hostage situation. She's she's really in it and she's able to come up with you know possible answers to what's going on yeah, no, as opposed to being a totally. passive. Oh, it's uh, awesome player. It's a, it's, I love that.
0: It's so cool too because this is the first time in our memory that we're just we get right to the good stuff. Like there's yeah. no. Meeting the companion for the first time and showing them the TARDIS and building trust. It's like we're able to see a future story. We don't yeah. know how they met, and it doesn't matter. And so they already can be friends, and they already can have a relationship. And all that other stuff is done, and we can actually just see people have fun solving a mystery. Yeah, that was that was
1: a really smart idea to just jump right into it. Because we can take all of that as read. We've seen it. A dozens of times. It's at, kind at point. of it's strange,
0: nice. though, just to talk about the trial part.
1: Yeah. That he's trying yeah. to
0: illustrate that he, you know, I guess the original crime that they're charging him with is that he's meddling, right? So he's getting involved when he's not supposed to be. Right. And this is his proof that people bring him into it, right? So it's like, hey, they called me. Here's proof. He's got yes. so many stories where that's happened in the past. Yeah. It's odd that he's able to show the future and then it, makes you think like okay well the matrix see time you know in both directions because that that sort of makes sense yeah um but can't they then look at anything at any point and then figure out exactly where things went wrong well that's that's yeah. i mean i don't want to get into the to the yeah, 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 to yeah. the argument that okay well if the doctor does this he could decide not to do that and therefore that doesn't happen because they look at sure. time a little bit differently than we do it's not linear sure. But it's a little strange with how much now knowledge the Matrix actually has for all time and past, present and future. And, uh, you know, that, that was just a little strange as an aside. And this is just
1: because of the way that, you know, it's a TV show, um, but we're looking at this through the Matrix. It's showing us what has happened in the future. Um, but we're getting these shots where you have the mysterious arm coming in from off screen, or you know, oh, right. you, just, you know, well, like, the Matrix is important. Matrix is is, is... In,
0: is invested in story and suspense. <laughs> yeah. You know, its they...
1: prime directive is to tell a good story, so it, it kind of holds back this information. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's like, oh, we could just see that it was yeah uh, it just the killer was the killer in you. Uh, nice. Let's talk to you. Uh, who is the killer again? I have to look here. Doland. Yeah, yes. old classic Doland. Question do about Doland. Know? And I yeah. think I, I have an answer, but I'll ask the question anyway. Sure. So Doland electrifies the fence to the Vervoids. Must to try have, yes. to keep people away from his secret yes. sauce. Yes. <laughs> Wouldn't he know that an electric shock from that fence would create the there's signs about you only can use this one kind of light everywhere. Right why did he pick a thing that would he knows would create the light to awaken the things unless he just didn't care and he, he wanted to waken them up on his own so that no. he could try to control them because there is this scene where Buckner or Bruckner says like do you realize what we've done Like, so maybe he isn't so sure how dangerous these things are otherwise it makes no sense because he is right. a scientist no. he would know maybe set up a different kind of trap lace it with poison, uh, do something that's not going to have a bright white light right. that wakes everything up.
1: I think it was accidental. I think you're right that he doesn't, he obviously doesn't realize how dangerous they are and thinks that he can control them because, you know, they created right. them. So therefore exactly plant slaves, yeah. plant slaves. But, um, no, I, I took that as just a, an accident that he didn't intend that to happen. I don't know why he would want his secret revealed before he got to earth he wants to get those pods off and you know Yeah, no, that's why I thought it production. was
0: a uh, boop he booby trapped it to kill anyone that tried to go in it.
1: Yes, but the but why the high, fact that the booby trap I I think that was just an oversight. Silly. <laughs> so he's Dolan. not the
0: smartest scientist. Well,
1: obviously not. He created killer plants that end up uh wreaking havoc. So Yeah, but it's no.
0: pretty impressive. I mean, even impressive. Galileo would be uh you know, so what did you think of Dr. Lasky, uh, Honor Blackman, Pussy Galore for James Bond fans out there? I thought she was awesome.
1: I think she could have done with a few more workouts. Yeah, wow. she's constantly. <laughs> she was- um, no, she was she was great. She. Uh, I think the entire cast was really strong. Um, she was uh, definitely like a main part of this that that she was able to drive the suspicion. What is she doing? What's going on with her? Is she the killer? Is she? What's the nefarious motives that she has, which you don't realize from the beginning? Um, and that she has this whole, you know, uh, what do you want to call him, imperious uh, manner around, about her. And she accuses the doctor of, you know, breaking into the room and stealing the seeds. But then when uh, Mel explains what happens, that back and forth banter that she and Mel have with the doctor just trying to cut in and can't get a word out was actually kind of fun. That was, it was, yeah, there was some good moments like that. I mean, overall, I mean, an interesting character. The fact that she goes up to the Vervoids and says, hey, they know I'm a a good guy. They're not going to kill me. And then it gets immediately killed was kind
0: of. Unfortunate, yeah, that's unfortunate, and that uh, that's like a trope you see in everything. You yeah. know, where the creator of the thing goes up to the thing and is like, "Hey," and then the thing kills. Its but we creator. had just
1: seen that with one of the other creators getting killed.
0: I, it was yeah, just but she's like, like All right, right? She's like it. the mastermind behind it. But yeah, I understand no, at why the end, everybody, that, pretty but... much everybody, gets killed Um except for Travers, the commander, really, and Janet
1: and Jean- Janet, the space waitress.
0: Yes, yes. Yes. Cuz
1: they they so I was actually wondering about that at the end. Uh they the commodore and Janet see them off. And they have a ship full of corpses. And it's such a light little send-off. Like, <laughs> well, hope
0: we see it later. I hope we don't because of all the so dead many piled bodies. There's a room Files of, of just bodies. dead bodies. Uh, all right so should like, we right, go see you later. should we run through the story at all from the beginning or is it even worth it i mean there's because there's so many little things but again i liked it because everything had a was sort of connected even yeah. though every part of the plant for lack of a better word or the the roots didn't go anywhere like there there's a whole hybrid human plant uh, that's yeah. the assistant of one of them that is is kind of this hidden weird thing that's going on in the closet that's like the isolation room and then yeah. you reveal it at the end as a cliffhanger it's like oh what is this and then she's eventually killed you know it didn't really have much like it had point no to it. it had nothing to do with it i thought the whole Except time oh a- this is going to be the bridge between the humans and the plants and she's going to find that did not happen. <laughs> that did not happen.
1: No. And well, I mean, to be fair, we don't really know what happened. They said it was an accident that she yeah, got a, a spore and a cut finger. Or something yeah, something, gotten her cut, and that turned it over. But who knows? I mean, they obviously are nefarious. Maybe that's how they created intelligent plants was through this process and they're bringing her back for reasons to create more we don't know honestly there, there could be a whole lot more going on there it just wasn't explicit and it was very much a red herring just like what's going on in this room but it it really served no purpose yeah than, but, it looked pretty right. cool
0: it looked cool and to show that they're willing to uh, bend the laws of nature to for yes. science above all all else yeah yeah um but that was a very powerful scene where she's it's you're afraid of her and it's horrifying and she's coming alive and then they're uh, Lasky is just putting chloroform on her face or whatever nice. to knock her out again. Yeah. And it's like, Oh geez. Like that's what I mean. It was a, it was a, I felt like they really balanced fun and comedy, funny kind of stuff with dark business. And it didn't feel jarring to me. It felt like it, the whole thing worked.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, they had the the scene with the Megarians uh, where it's revealed that one of them is uh, is actually Hallett uh, yeah, yeah. because he doesn't. Use, that so was awesome! It was it was cool. It was a little bit the fact they had to go back and show the whole thing again. Oh no! And but explain see, it, I, and I then thought,
0: explain it again. That's <laughs> it what like, makes it they so much it like, like three times. Yeah, but that's what to me that's what made it so much like a Agatha Christie type thing. Where no, no, the I detective discovers it and then explains to the audience, this is yes. how I. And I could have figured that out, but I didn't. I, I'm also I did. not smart. And I well, I have trouble with words. <laughs> and uh, I, someone comes to my house to care for me, Dan. Yeah. Uh, no, go, go on. And then you married her. Um.
1: <laughs> well, no, I I, I I watched it You know, the first time through. And I thought that either was a production mistake that that, oh, one, so that third in, one forgot. You so... figured it out. Yes, or that that was part of it. And then when he says that it was right there, you could have seen it. I was like, yeah, I'm pretty
0: smart. I was yeah. pretty well, that's happy good. with myself. And, and maybe um, that's a common thing for people to figure it out. But I like the to... mystery where the clues are real and they're in exactly. front of you and it checks out at the end. It's not just some that's line right. thrown in. I've not really
1: read. I think I've read one Agatha Christie story. But I, I th- feel that her stories are the ones that actually have solvable stories as opposed to other um, authors who will write them in such a way that you can't actually solve them as you're reading them and it's all all re- revealed at the ends that like, oh, Yeah, no you no can way. solve them. And so that that was could, sort of like a really rule.
0: Liked. she broke yeah. a lot of rules uh with stuff, you know, she was like did unreliable narrators and stuff. So she I think she deviated yeah. a little bit off, but that generally the mystery is you can't you can't have a solution that you couldn't have figured out reading it. Right. And I, and I did enjoy that. And, and the fact, I found it a little bit silly, but I get where they were
1: going, with these, uh, the air ducts. So they have the little air ducts on the top of the room. But then always they have air Gigantic air duct doors that are fully yeah. human-sized to be able to get in and out of. And I was like, that's really silly. But when I thought about it, I was like, oh, this whole thing is like it's being done in a manor house, and these are secret passages, yes. like the passage way behind the the painting or something. It's like okay, that that works. as kind of cool in that way, but it was just at first real silly. Right. <laughs> they have these With gigantic like sticking air ducts. Her
0: fa- head through the the
1: grate, like doctor. Yeah, yeah,
0: that was interesting. Yeah, that now. was
1: that was the least. Um, uh, subtle the way the doctor sidles over to mel and leans up against the wall <laughs> yeah. and speaks in a, in a uh, stage whisper yeah
0: so he and then he's like go to the bridge but meanwhile yeah. the bridge the they the, those poor uh megarians that just got a face full of water That's how they got killed. Now, that's a hard thing. If you could take them out with just water. Was it water, though? I think it was water because they were highly um, allergic to oxygen. Oxygen. So the oxygen in the water, I think, is what. Okay. I thought that they threw water. And that's why they they thought it was we didn't order refreshments or whatever they say. is because the person must have had a tray of water and then threw, threw it on I'm almost positive you Maybe. even see water hit them.
1: Well, you you see a liquid. That's I'm not I'm not.
0: Yeah, I think that. I thought it. Was I was water. wondering if
1: it was like an acid or something that caused their faceplates to malfunction, so that it, they would get exposed to oxygen. The fact that it was just water is. I think it was real. Water.
0: That's a big listeners flaw. write in <laughs> and tell masks. us uh, whether or not I was correct in thinking that it was water and it was the oxygen in the water, or if Dan saying it was some kind of corrosive acid,
1: something to make the faceplate stop working. Uh, Filtration uh, systems. From I don't know if that really matters all that matter. much. It, does it doesn't matter. matter at all.
0: But yeah. now, to, uh, speaking of the Megarians, yeah. why are they on the ship? Now, I know they're from that planet. Yeah. And they're angry because the yep. the uh, Earth has said, hey, we're cool. We're, we're only going to take a couple of minerals and we strip the planet barren almost. Yep. Which sounds... Intergalactic which locusts. Out. Yep, it that's how when you look at our history. Yeah, But why are they on the... What is their role uh, in the whole process? Why are they there? Uh,
1: what's the meaning what's of life? What's the meaning
0: of life? Is the fact that one of them got poisoned because that other guy also figured out it wasn't actually a Megarian and knew it was the in- inspector? I guess that's a separate question. Yeah, let's, let's deal with the first um, one but first. Sticking with the first one, it was cool and they looked cool. Uh. But I didn't, you know, were they just get hitching a ride home? Maybe they're just hitching a ride home. Or well, or, or, or
1: back to Earth, yeah, to do some business. I mean, they were there and they were working with um, the security officer throughout because they, they call him over. They're obviously having. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, some and it's revealed later there, they're
0: so. in cahoots and it's part yeah. of a rebellion where they're going to steal the whatever crystals, the precious minerals, precious minerals and sell yeah. them. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, I'm assuming it's just, it's not uncommon for Megarians to be, you know, hitching a ride in either direction to or from Earth.
0: I guess. That's fine. It's a minor thing. Yeah, Whatever. And and I did say they they were going to sell the crystals, but they weren't. I guess they were returning them to the planet uh, Mogar, and then they would pay him something for his trouble. Right. Because he was like, people always pick on me. And he was like, you know. Did he need to say so many times? I'm sorry. What did you say? I said his whole motivation that uh, the... Drudge, Rudge, the security officer, Rudge, was yeah. like, you know, every time people always make me feel small, and yeah. now I'm in charge. So that was his whole his thing. He
1: said so many times from the beginning that this is his last voyage. He's about to retire. times so he many is
0: berated that, and made to feel like an idiot the entire uh, four episodes. So that makes sure. sense. And I even yep. like that the characters were complex in the sense that, Bruckner becomes a villain. He's going to fly the freaking thing right into a black hole and kill everybody. But his right. motivations he he's are, doing. are heroic. You yes, know, like he, exactly. he created this thing. He feels guilt about it. It drives him crazy. And he at least, you know, everybody sort of has a reason for doing what they're doing.
1: Right. I mean, that wasn't the, his first instinct wasn't to kill them all in a black hole. He tried to destroy all the information about it. But then when it's pointed out to him. Uh, by Professor Lasky, that like, you can't destroy knowledge. You can't unlearn something. He's like, well, I guess there's nothing else I can do. Um, so, yeah, he didn't jump from, you know, realization to madman. Yeah, he, no, he he's driven to, mad
0: over the course of the of the
1: story. By his own sense of guilt. Yeah, so that was that was actually kind of I cool. liked
0: it. I even like little Kimber, the old man who recognizes him in the beginning, and he doesn't right. have much of a role, but I still was felt it. bad for him when he got killed. I felt was, like the stewardess— like, and him, and even though their interactions were brief, I felt that she cared for him, and, like, all that kind of stuff felt real. Like, I really like the way this this story was directed. Yeah. And I'm interested to see if Chris Clow, if that's how you pronounce his last name, I know he does more. I, I'm yes. hoping that those stories are also good, and this is not sort of a fluke. Um, but I really liked I liked the camera work. I thought it was well executed. I agree. Yeah, yeah I, again, I it, was,
1: it was a good story. It was, it was probably probably my favorite column. I can't think of another one of Colin Baker's that I like better. I don't know if it's in my top ten of stories, but I enjoyed it. It was good.
0: Yeah, what did you think of the trial part of it? They didn't linger on it
1: as much as they had in previous ones. So yeah. That was fine. They, uh- they kind of got through it quickly, and then uh, – be, showing us that, that the Matrix itself was being uh, manipulated was, was kind of interesting. It was funny, you know, when you see the doctor in the communications room with a, an axe and he has this maniacal look on his face after having you know destroyed everything. Right, right. It was like, okay, that's obviously not what happened. It was just like, wait, why does the doctor have a mustache in this scene? That doesn't make any sense. It was just a little over the top. Um, And, you know, the, there's the previous moment with him and Mel that is like, I would never have said anything like that. Yeah.
0: yeah. And one thing, too, we we talked about the Matrix and why doesn't the Matrix show the killer and all that stuff. And it's the Matrix. It's really the doctor that chooses what scenes to show from the Matrix. So the, okay. the story is really cut to the doctor's taste because they even say, like, why are you specifically showing this scene, doctor? And. And are you Why? now – they even accuse him, I think, at one point of manipulating the Matrix. And it's like, can we all agree whether the Matrix is either – can't be manipulated or it can. So you can't – the Doctor's accusing Fair you enough. of manipulating. You can't go back and say, well, are you doing it? Because that would violate your whole thing, that it's possible. No puppet. To, no puppet. Yeah, no puppet. It's fine. Fake news.
1: I. Uh, that's interesting. I – yes, the – everyone, the the Valeyard and, and the Doctor are able to show scenes from the Matrix. I just never thought that they were also – Directing the scenes and the camera angles, et cetera. So but, maybe that, that's not fine. Not necessarily the camera I, angles. Take but the, the
0: choice of things, and maybe the camera angles. May- maybe, maybe the Matrix is just this fourth-dimensional thing where you can literally pick any part of a timeline and and decide what's of you and from what angle. But right. to go I back go to that. the uh, courtroom, I don't know if this was a better use of the courtroom where it didn't feel distracting as much, it, or if I agree, I'm just used not. to it because it's been three stories in a row. Where this is a part of the story, and it's just more commonplace to me now, so it didn't bother me as much.
1: I think it's the former because there wasn't so much of that back and forth sniping between the Valyard and um, the Doctor. Right. There was no, no more than it, was it wasn't like
0: fifteen minutes of him mispronouncing Valyard. So I think it was a, something else. Like,
1: yeah, that's right. I think it was a, a function of both actually. That it was more um, concise and to the point in these scenes. Because we've already seen all these scenes, we have this established relationship among all the people in the room, so they're able to kind of skip that and t- just jump right into what was necessary. To the point where we end on A Judas genocide.
0: goat. A Judas what? goat. Uh, a Judas this goat episode brought to you by Judas Goat. They got the to say delicious. that a couple Goats. of times. Do you know what a Judas Goat is? This is what a Judas Goat is, and I'm going to say Judas Goat again in part four. But go yep. on, Dan.
1: Uh, just the fact that this uh, the whole courtroom trial ends on a change of the
0: um yeah the whole crime changes genocide so i guess the doctor has proven that he's not a meddler uh but he's a someone that killed a whole race of uh, super plants
1: yeah yeah and it doesn't seem like i don't know what the doctors are gonna do i hope we find out in the
0: next one i hope the plants exist because i would put them in everything if they let me write them and the same thing with the megarians like i looked up the megarians and I, this is the only appearance of the megarians yeah. Now, I did not look up the vervoids, so I don't Pontifish. know if this is the only appearance, appearance or if they appearance. go on. And I don't want to look because it has to do, I guess, with an extin- extinction event. Maybe they're not extinct and that's how the doctor gets away with his new crime of genocide. Genocide. I, yeah, interesting. Speaking of uh, things in this story that you're like, okay, I guess that's not as important. The seeds... Other than the seeds leading the doctor to the uh, hydroponic uh, plant where they grow their weed, mm-hmm. th- that, it has nothing to do with the vervoids. It's not like the plant, right. the seeds, you could grow new vervoids from them. It's just a very you know, rugged seed. seed you can grow in a desert and feed people. Yep. It's actually a good yeah. thing. Yep. But it's really like not important. It could have just it been was- a note that said, go to the uh, hydroponic plant.
1: That would have been much more direct right. than having a boot and a bunch of seeds. <laughs> that probably would have been more foolproof.
0: Right. So you got stuff like that. You got the half woman, half plant. You've got you know things that are, again are red herrings that don't have to do with the actual story.
1: You know what? Now that you mentioned this previously, there were the fact that we just jumped into the story with Mel, assuming this relationship they already have. That happens several other times in the story too. So the Commodore and the Doctor we have had have a relationship. Before. So the, the Commodore knows that if he lets the Doctor go long enough that he's going to figure out the thing for him. So he's aware that the Doctor brings death with him wherever he goes. And also with the Inspector as well. Yes. So now, it's nice that we kind of get these, like, we're jumping this far into the future and, and he just has all these yeah, other relationships. to he's got all this get stuff. To, Without needing all the setup.
0: Did you look nice. into either of those relationships? Did either of those characters appear in previous stories? I did not look them up and know. I assume I don't that believe, that, so. that Hallett didn't, but I didn't know if Travers is a returning character for some reason. He no. probably isn't. You're probably right, but that that does give that because it's in the future. How far in the future? All the stories that happen in between this trial and that, unless we get to the trial again, and time is undone, and then Mel disappears. Like I don't know if Mel. Is the new companion, and because we only have one more Colin Baker story, and then we're going to move on to Sylvester McCoy. I don't yeah. know if Sylvester McCoy is with Mel.
1: Honestly, that's I mean that's, I don't that's a look. good point. Yeah. I don't look either. We're we're obviously you've said this a million times. We're kind of watching this for the first time and try not to spoil it at all. Um, so that's I would assume Mel's going to be here for a while because I hope so. Because she's I, good. Yeah, <laughs> she really, was great, be and it
0: it makes a big difference when the character is interested in the thing that she's in right or he whoever whoever the companion is and not just someone that gets caught because that's all perry did really i mean a handful of times i think she was she was driving the story but very seldom
1: yeah i agree this is this is someone who has her own agency and uh you know is actually able to contribute to the story and is excited to be there
0: yeah. yeah, so uh, I guess that's it, Dan. Do you have anything else to talk about? Uh, the isolation room comments. Um,
1: what what happened with the bringing in dinner to the isolation room and it kept getting broken. Like this just keeps know. happening. Why did it? What I, was that? I, mean, I think because she just happened not even use her
0: hands anymore, and they're like, oh, geez, this one. They
1: can't spoon feed her. I don't know an IV maybe. It just right. it was a weird like oh it what's just happening yeah again, there? more
0: just but, stuff to build up this thing that's horrifying but the put ends, ends up not, you know, killed really unceremoniously mattering. by uh one of her brethren vervoids who just, you know, shuts her down forever.
1: Yeah, it would seemed to be a mistake in their um, genetic engineering to make them so lethal with a single touch. That seems yeah. that seemed a little bit yeah, like an oversight there if they dial want to that one be back laborers, maybe make them dumber and uh I don't know. I know nothing
0: about the backstory of the production of this. Uh, I did notice on somewhere it said, like, script editor wasn't Eric Seward, but it was, um, what's the producer's name? Jonathan JT. Taylor Harris or Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Taylor Thomas. The guy, yeah, the guy from Home Improvement. The Home Improvement. Uh, the kid. He's grown Is up now. Um, no, but Big I don't career. know if... Maybe a number of script revisions went through, and some of these things that just died, like the woman just getting killed, the half uh, plant, half lady. If that was a bigger part of a previous draft, and then it was written out, or I don't know. That could have been intention from the beginning, or it could have just been stuff that was left over from previous versions. Do you know anything no no
1: this one i didn't actually uh read the script along with it as i was watching where that that script tends to have some of these things that are that were cut um so i didn't this time sorry folks but i'm sure all of you people that are listening are shouting at your your yeah unless you have anything else
0: to add did we i you mentioned we got some feedback from our listeners on this episode we did
1: um I did. I, I put out a request um, to let us know what you folks thought about this story. And uh, I think generally positive um, overall. So uh, we did get a response from uh, JW Bird on Twitter that said uh, it's Doctor Who and the Angry Vaginas. Yeah. I mean, angry maybe, but I think they were self preservation. Hey, they that were justified
0: because sure. we are justified. constantly eating plants. So yeah. uh, that was a cool oh, That was an interesting thing too because it was. How do you live with a species, and I would say, well, easy, you're a type right. of plant, there's billions of plants, we eat some plants, there's humans that are a type of animal, but we eat some animals and don't eat other animals, they could have gotten right. over it. We only eat humans. Just uh, try communicating with each other, you know, start there. Clearly. But go, but go yeah. on, what else did they Strong write?
1: Strong language skills they probably could have. Um. Uh, Mr. Bird goes on to say, or Ms. Bird, sorry, um... It's a fun enough romp with a brilliant cast. Unfortunately, the FX and costumes are terrible. I will pause right
0: there. The effects were okay. The green screen was pretty bad. I didn't, um, the, I didn't mind it. And I thought the, the uh, exterior model shots of the ship were great. Those were, were great.
1: Good. This whole season, those have been great. Yeah,
0: and, and, and there's a couple of shots with a bad green screen where the characters are standing at a balcony or something looking exactly. down. Exactly. Those are the ones I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah, and you can They're see bad. it, but I don't know. I didn't think it was... Terrible. And I, I uh, personally, I really like the costume design. The
1: costume design, I think, except for the costumes of the of the crew, they were quilted shoulder pads (laughs) on the outsides of their (laughs) garments. These epaulets,
0: shoulder pads. I'm surprised we didn't have leg warmers. I'm surprised no one was wasn't wearing leg warmers when they had to talk about aerobics because that was so huge in 1986. And they make a point of saying the word aerobic. So I'm yeah. We're lucky we didn't get uh, leg warmers.
1: I mean that's a good point. It is the eighties and in fact it's twenty nine eighty six. So it's still the eighties. Yeah. Um exactly. and but now now eight hundred years in the future, nine hundred years in the future, the shoulder pads have gone to the outside of the garment. That's how you can tell. <laughs> um okay, so uh continuing it seems that uh half the budget for the uh It seems to have had half the budget of the similar and superior robots of death, disco robots, from 10 years before. Yeah. Uh, Colin was doomed from this point, dot, dot, dot. Well, I think he was kind of doomed from the outset, but I think he's taken a nice turn in the past couple of stories, and I I wish, like we've said this before, I wish that this doctor, this— the way that he's portraying him now have been the way he had done it from the beginning. Yeah. Maybe after the first or two second episode, let him settle in, and then would have been this doctor. I think he would have been much higher regarded.
0: Now, building off of that, Colin Baker's doomed from this point on. Does that mean Colin Baker did not know this was his last run, or was he fully aware no this idea. was his last go? I got the impression no he idea. knew this was his last season. Right. Was I would it, think so. Or did they fire so. him know. as a result of this season?
1: I can't imagine. Well, someone I don't else know. may know that. I don't know. Someone can tell us. Uh, we got uh, other replies. Uh, Bernard says uh, Bonnie was employed. She was a dance light entertainment superstar. Okay, so this is uh, the actress playing Mel uh, was a well-known um, entertainer. Is he going to spoil something
0: about later on? I don't think so. All right, <laughs> thank you. We don't always um, read your tweets, and some of them get live read, right?
1: <laughs> some of them get live read. No, no, I did read this before. It didn't seem like it, it spoiled anything. So thank you, Bernard, for not spoiling for us. Uh, the nail in uh, Jante's coffin was hiring a lead actor purely for their pantomime value for his own Christmas side projects. I don't know what that's in yeah, reference to. So means. if you want to clarify that, I like I that? Liked Mel. Yeah, so I, I, did, will, I think we both I really enjoyed her. the actress and the character. The way that she made choices for this character were great. Um, this was another big blow to the series rapidly decreasing credibility. I think that for me, I think we both kind of feel this way. Perhaps the last season was on a downward trajectory pretty quickly. But this season kind of turned it around specifically for me because of the relationship between the Doctor and his companions. Some of the stories are a little bit more solid. Um, this whole long running season season long continuous story is, is not bad. It's the setting the courtroom kind of stinks, but the the stories themselves are pretty good and the relationships are great. So I, I don't know what else to attribute this to. Uh, but thank you for that response as well. Uh, next we have uh, from Jeff Waddle saying uh, I honor Black men is was sexy. Uh, yeah sure great sure yeah. Uh, the story is crap though murder mystery in space mm. plus vagina plants is a good idea for a story but unfortunately the story got mixed up with toilet paper someone wiped their oh. arse with the plot and we ended up with this yeah, instead i don't I we, yep yeah, well i sure. i mean to be to your own um i tend to dislike certain types of stories i feel like i've, so I've made, made you like the heard.
0: story too more i feel like i've my work here is done this
1: kind of happens in every time you, I start somewhere in the middle and you pull me. I'm easily, <laughs> persuaded. easily led. I'm not allowed to talk to real estate agents. I end up buying things. I can't be trusted with my own money. Ah. Uh, okay. Uh, but thank you for that response. And lastly, uh, David Lancaster says uh, in my top 10 of all time, David, that is a strong statement. Um, Okay, uh, it's such a fun romp with uh, two of Colin's best cliffhangers, lots of intrigue, a whimsical doctor with an enthusiastic companion. Yes, yes, yes. I yeah, I agree. Fully endorse that. With
0: that whole thing, uh, memorable
1: Lancastle. monsters. They should never have spoken though. This, David, it was you that actually put that in my head. You helped me put my finger on what it was about them. It wasn't just that they were so smart and that they had this fully developed sense of language and society and be able to tactics and whatever. That was bothering me. But if they had just never spoken from the beginning and it was all this instinct kind of based thing, that would have been super cool. So if you want to get on a rewrite of that, David, just uh, send that to Eric when you're done and we'll get that up on the air. Um, and also he liked the music to this. So 10 out of 10 from David. Good stuff. I, I think I'd give it a solid 9. There were certain things I... Would have done differently, like I said. As far but, as the yeah, music, you stuff. mean? Do we give it a no, no, no? no, no overall, 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 overall. The music also had some very strange music cues. Oh my goodness! The music that uh, Mel is listening to as she's exercising would have driven any normal person insane after about three seconds. It was horrifying. Uh, otherwise, hey,
0: okay. Uh, good stuff.
1: Do we have anything in no. our in our mailbag or anything from the website? So. I'm gonna go check. I don't that think real
0: we quick. have. Um any new reviews unfortunately so if you want to to actually leave a review have us read it you can go to the old dr who show.com and click on the subscribe link and that'll take you to itunes where you can leave a review for us because that's what you should do right dan always
1: be always be reviewing
0: and i don't think we got any emails either right at the old dr who show at gmail.com no,
1: sorry. We had some uh, responses on the website, but we read those last time. So you can also go to the old Dr. Who go to any one of the story pages or the schedule page and leave comments there as well. Um, we're getting a whole bunch there. You know, we're we're coming up on the end of Colin Baker. So then we have one more doctor after that. Um, and then we're yeah, then we're done. We're, Then we're done with our first trip through uh, the stories. Um, Assuming by the time we finish this in about 20 years from now and start back again, hopefully all these stories are still available on BBC, uh, on the BritBox. We can go back and uh, pick out new ones. So remember to go to the schedule page and add on your recommendations for us to go back for stories that we missed. We obviously missed a whole lot of the first and second Doctor. um, So Picking out the appropriate ones there would be a great help for us when we get towards closer to the end, maybe around the time that we review the movie, which I I hope we're gonna do. Yeah, uh, we'll put up a poll and see if we can get you guys to let us know which of the stories should we um, prioritize and get to. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think we're really we're, we're still in
0: agreement. Uh, double murder suicide for after we yeah, finish yeah. the movie. Yes, uh, first ever uh, podcast to have the live death of the hosts. But then our hands. ghosts will go on, yep. and we'll and, just have Eric uh, Roberts on loop. Uh, so when the <laughs> authorities find us, they'll know why. Uh, uh, no, in all seriousness, God bless Eric Roberts.
1: He he says that after every every <laughs> recording. I don't know why.
0: Oh, okay, that so other is. than that, I think we're good. I think you we're can. Good. Uh, this is a short one. On I feel like uh, yeah, that's good. We're under an we, hour. Uh, people we skipped all the
1: blubber at the beginning. Yeah, get we right to the have. meat of it. Just like this story, did. Uh,
0: we both like uh, the story. Uh, yep. I maybe I'm a little bit higher than Dan. Uh, if we talk for another fifteen minutes, I would probably you, be higher. on Dan it. Dan would be higher than me. Yeah, you gave it a nine. I probably would have been an eight. You know, that's probably where I was coming huh. from. Um, See,
1: I'm easily influenced.
0: The uh, I give it a seven. Yeah, now. you gave it a seven. No, it's fine. Uh, I I had something else to say, and now I've gone. I've gone blank. It doesn't matter. Uh, it's gone. That man's gone. Everyone's now. already
1: turned this off. No one is listening right so, now. So
0: yeah, just write us. Leave I'm a review. Listening. Send us uh, a physical <laughs> thing if you want to send us a physical thing. We've got a PO He's box. He's so
1: right PO now. PO box two one three
0: one Red Bank, New Jersey 07701. We want stuff. And we if, love you, stuff. if you if you make uh, Doctor Who stuff, then you want us to talk about it, we'll talk yeah. About, yeah. about it. We'll review we'll that thing and make people buy it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's why I got into this. I wanted free stuff sent to me. <laughs> it's true. And it hasn't panned out. Uh, we've got it wasn't about really Eric cool and I stuff in the beginning. Huh, and man. i think i probably talked about it a little too much and now we only get angry tweets occasionally
1: yay no i'm kidding. no actually we we're getting fans. really great tweets thank you guys for for being able to respond to us so quickly when i remember on a saturday to uh ask you what you thought on the before the sunday that we record so that's that's very nice of you
0: all right so with, um, with that said as dan mentioned said. we are at the end of colin baker if you have anything specific About Colin Baker, your review of Colin Baker. The next one to the last one of Colin? Yep. Trial of a Time Lord, Ultimate Foe. Uh, This is 822 it goes up. So if you want to get us anything about Colin Baker, anything about Trial of a Time Lord, or anything at all, you have until the 19th. So get us something by the 19th. That's when we'll record, and uh, we'll read it on the air. Sounds good. All right. Looking forward to it. Until next time. Bye. Bye. robots, you know? (laughs)